I want to give you the two books that help 10x, maybe even 100x my sales and help me grow my consulting business to multiple six figures in the first 12 months. And they probably won't be what you're expecting. You know, there's no hard sales or pushiness or closing. These books actually cover the mindset, the practical and the theory as well. And a lot of the principles are universal too. You know, they don't just apply to sales and business. There are things that you can take away and apply to your personal life as well. So we're going to look at the two books that I consider to be absolute Bibles when it comes to creating sales opportunities and also converting them too. And I want to give you my key takeaways and key learnings so that you can hopefully put them into practice in your own business and your own life as well. So the first book is Fanatical Prospecting by Jeb Blount. And I'm going with this one first because I think there are loads of misconceptions that people and business owners have in relation to sales. They seem to think that sales is all about closing when actually it's all about opening. And the strap line on this book is the ultimate guide to opening sales conversations. Because for me, at least, the more people I speak to, the wider my network spreads. OK, word begins to get around. And especially when you're first starting out, it's important to go and speak to everyone. And the thing I like most about this book is that word fanatical, because the best salespeople, the best business owners are exactly that. They're maniacal. They are obsessed. They are unwavering in their quest to build something because no one's coming to save you. If you want to do this thing, if you want to get your business off the ground, you have to have this all or nothing mentality, especially when it comes to speaking to prospects and potential clients. And this doesn't mean shoving sales messaging down the throats and pitching everyone you see. It just means having conversations and actually letting people know that you can help them. And I think the reason that most businesses don't succeed is because this attitude doesn't get adopted a lot of the time. Lots of people will half ask the work at the top of the funnel because it's actually the least exciting. No one wants to cold call or send DMs every single day. But unless you've got thousands upon thousands to splash on ads or you've got a way of engineering a massive audience, then you need some way of generating attention because this type of activity, it isn't easy. What is easy is to stop and bitch and complain. I've worked in sales for 15 years and I'd say like 80, maybe even 90% of the salespeople that I work with, all they did was piss and moan, pretty much. The leads are rubbish. No one's responding. What if they say no? And it's this kind of victim mentality that holds them back, like not only in sales, in life as well. And that's why I think this book is gold. It provides a bulletproof argument as to why prospecting isn't just a nice to have, it's an essential. And in the book, Jeb Blount talks about social selling, cold calling, emails, getting past gatekeepers, the list goes on. But I want to share the two key takeaways that stood out for me. Firstly, he talks about the three P's that are holding you back. And I know these are relevant because I've been through them and I know countless business owners who are still going through them now. Procrastination, perfectionism and paralysis from analysis. And I think they're all kind of one in the same. I've learned that plenty of business owners stall their progression. They stall their progress by overanalyzing every little thing. And usually that's because there are so many options available. But spending time evaluating every single solution just to try and find the perfect one actually leads to no action being taken. I'll just get this right before we do this. I need to make sure X is done before we launch. Or I can't start talking about my offer until my website's built. All of these things are just excuses from actually doing the work. And then people start to wonder why no results are coming in. Overanalyzing and perfectionism are both forms of procrastination. And reading this fanatical prospecting book kind of made me realize like there is no perfect solution. There is no perfect time to start. You can evaluate different options and weigh up different solutions all you want. But the people that succeed, the people that make progress and have impact are the ones that start. They get stuck in. 
So rather than waiting for everything to be right, take action in imperfect conditions. The other major takeaway is a concept called the 30 day rule. And I love this one. All the clients that you win in the next 90 days depend on the prospecting you've done in the previous 30 days. So the work that you do today probably won't pay off today. Prospecting is something you have to take a future view on. I see it a lot with freelancers. They quit their job, go out on their own and get loads of initial clients from their existing network. And these first clients are usually pretty easy to get, which is great. But in delivering work for these clients, they neglect the marketing and they neglect the prospecting, which doesn't have an immediate effect. But when these clients move on or dry up, they have no pipeline because they've not been active enough. And that can feel scary. So Jeb Blount focuses on maintaining prospecting at all costs, adopting a long-term mindset. And it reminds me of the quote, you don't eat the fruit on the day that you plant the seed. Therefore, your prospecting should be a daily habit. Ultimately, what this book taught me is that the best salespeople and the best business owners are disciplined. They put the reps in, regardless of the outcome. Whether you like it or not, sales is a numbers game. On to book number two, Spin Selling by Neil Rackham. Absolute game changer. One of my old bosses recommended this to me, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. And I'll be upfront, it was too much. I couldn't take all the information in. I don't think I was experienced enough to handle how in-depth it was. But more recently, I picked it up again and I can now say this is, without a doubt, the best book I've ever read about conducting sales calls and meetings as well. They analyzed 35,000 sales calls and sales meetings to draw these learnings. But the fact it's old doesn't actually matter. What I love about books like this is that the principles contained in it are timeless and they're based on human psychology. Like people won't buy unless they have a need to. And to make them aware of that need, Neil Rackham says you need to ask a specific set of questions in a specific order or sequence, which is where SPIN comes in. SPIN stands for situation, problem, implication, and need payoff. And these are the four series or categories of questions to ask in that order to hopefully establish a need and hopefully win a new client as well. And you'll notice I said that these are questions, all right? This isn't us pitching. This is us finding out information. This is the discovery part of a discovery call. You don't want to hop into a sales call and start prescribing a solution before you uncovered what the symptom is. So the aim of SPIN is to use these specific questions in a particular order to expose the gap from where the client or prospect is now to where they want to be. So let's break them down. Firstly, situation questions. These are questions where we want to gather info about where the client or the prospect is at, their current situation. So things like, what's your annual turnover? What tools do you use for this? What past suppliers have you used? And open-ended questions work really well here too. Who, what, why, when, where, how? Because this will lead the prospect to open up more and then we can use the findings in the next stages. The key is not to hang around here for too long though, all right? This is the most boring part of the conversation for the buyer because they're just relaying information. So if you take too long with it, they'll just tune out but it will help us inform those next stages, as I say. However, what you can do ahead of the call or ahead of the meeting is probably find out a lot of information online. So we have all the information about their current situation. Now what we wanna do is find a problem that they have and identify an opportunity for us to capitalize on. What don't they like? What's inconvenient? What's costing them time, money, or effort, or energy? And they may have already demonstrated some of this pain or a problem in the first stage, but we want to focus on one area where we can help them the most. 
until we uncover something. Again, using mostly open-ended questions. So things like, what results have you seen with this supplier? How reliable are they? Are you on track to achieve your goal of X before the end of the year? Are you satisfied with your current results for X? What does the process look like? And here we're trying to unearth some sort of pain or some sort of dissatisfaction, if that's a word. The third set of questions are implication questions. And this is where the most experienced salespeople spend most of the time. Once we've identified an issue, the aim of these questions is to find out how serious it is. We're going to dig deeper into the pain or twist the knife, as some people call it. So the questions we ask here are mostly focused on the pain and what's going to happen or what the negative consequences are if this problem continues. For this section, I find that asking closed-ended questions to begin with and then following up with an open-ended question works really, really well. So we ask the prospect a question that they can only really say yes or no to. Something like, if you didn't experience this issue, would it be easier to achieve your goal? They say yes, and then I follow up with something like, how so? Or in what way though? And that then opens the door to them explaining the pain in much more detail. Alternatively, you can just ask them open-ended questions. So what will happen if this continues for another 12 months? How will that affect X, Y, and Z? And the whole point of this section is to get them to describe in their own words what needs to be addressed. So the fourth set of questions and the last set are called need payoff questions. And these are questions you can ask that tie the prospect's problems to your offer. It's more effective than you pitching because they explain themselves why the solution is required and what impact it will have. So the customer or client is telling you the benefits of your own offer. And this should be pretty easy. You're just essentially reversing some of the implication questions from the last section. So a few examples of these types of questions. How would XYZ solution help you eliminate the problem you just described? Why is it important to solve this problem? How do you think implementing this solution will get you closer to your personal or your business objectives? And once you've asked these four sets of questions, you should have successfully shifted your prospect's way of thinking. They've gone from describing their current situation to talking about the problems within that situation and then the implications that might arise if it continues to happen and then what they need to do about it and how that ties in with your offer. After this, Neil Rackham then says you can go in and describe your solution in much more detail. Start talking about the features, the advantages, the benefits. But the main thing here is that you will have prevented a lot of objections ahead of time. Rather than answering them or handling them at the end, you're actually preventing them by going through this framework. So all in all, Spin Selling is the best book I've read that shows you how to structure a sales opportunity or a sales situation from start to finish. So if you're in a place where you're conducting lots of meetings or lots of calls, or maybe you're building, hiring, or training a team, I seriously suggest picking it up. I also want to give you some honorable mentions. There are two more books that I recommend you should pick up. Zero Resistance Selling by Maxwell Maltz and The Psychology of Selling by Brian Tracy. Both are heavy. Now, if you want to find out more about how we help clients boost their sales using organic content on Instagram and on LinkedIn, you can check this video here where we go into a lot more detail. That's it for this one. I'll see you in this one next.